Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Olympic Coaching Podcast. I'm Coach Caleb here with you today, and we're talking about a question that I get a lot of, you know, how, what do I need to do for my nutrition in order to lose weight? Okay, it's a general question, but today we're specifically addressing why not eating enough can hurt your weight loss. I know that seems a little bit confusing, but let's dive into this topic today. Guys, I'm here with you today. I'm sipping on some coffee. If you know me, I love a good pour over coffee, black coffee always, okay? I'll sip on this throughout, okay? So we're loving this topic because this is a topic that I get absolutely all the time, okay? So let's paint the picture, all right? You've been working super, super hard. You're killing yourself in the gym. You're working, you're moving some weight. You've seen some improvement in numbers in the last four to six weeks. And you've been really trying to be disciplined with your nutrition. You're, you're eating, you're maybe even skipping breakfast. You're eating very little uh, throughout the day. And you did lose some weight at first, but you just hit a plateau. And training is just hard right now. You're just grinding. And you're like, what is going on? Why did I stop losing weight? Why am I not getting stronger? Why am I not seeing a change in the mirror? Okay. So... That's the picture. That's an extremely common uh, example of what I get as I'm working with different uh, performance athletes as well as the average Joe that's out there, the normal person who's just trying to improve the way they look and feel and perform. So, okay, why, why does this affect us? Okay, why do you hit that wall? Okay, let's talk about that situation one piece at a time. Okay, so first of all, you've seen some improvement in the last four to six weeks. And despite, you know, the, the change in your diet and everything. So you've seen improvement in strength in your numbers. Okay. So if you're going from zero to training, or from not training consistently to training consistently, or from uh, your old routine program to a change up where you're more guided, or you have a um, a more significant change to a program that first four to six weeks honestly is more of a neurological adaptation okay what does that even mean neurological adaptation <laughs> uh, what that means is your body is basically getting more efficient at using the muscle you have okay it's getting more efficient at connecting the wires from what your brain is asking you to do to what your body is able to do your your available muscle fibers are getting more efficient at sliding across each other and getting activated by those nerves, sending that signal from your brain to your muscle, okay? And so the first from two to six weeks of training is more of a neurological adaptation. You can theoretically add weight every single week. You just keep getting gains on gains on gains. Um, past that, if you keep the program relatively similar or the same stimulus-wise, then that neurological adaptation goes down, and this is where the hard work begins. It's only beyond that first four to six weeks where you're actually, if you keep things the same, you keep progressively overload, overloading, do you actually get the actual muscular change where you get an increase in muscle fiber size. Whenever you're getting more hypertrophy, you're getting better strength, 
um, you're getting better overall performance gains that are gonna be lasting, okay? So that if you're at that sticking point, you're like, man, why have I plateaued? Then part of that is because you've gotten past that initial neurological adaptation uh, stage. So what about when you're pairing that with your food? You've been cutting your calories like crazy. The logic is seems relatively simple, right? Whenever you reduce calories, theoretically, you lose weight, right? Okay, energy in, energy out. As long as you eat less and you exercise more, then you're burning more than you are consuming, so you should theoretically burn all that excess weight that you're carrying around, right? Not that simple all the time. Let me explain why, okay? So here's what your body does, okay? If you have an extreme calorie reduction or extreme calorie deficit, what they call it, you get uh, a response from your body. If it's an extreme response, you lose a lot of weight really quick. What you get is sort of a, it's a high stress on your body. If you maintain that high level of stress on your body, you get a high stress survival response from your body, okay? Yes, you mentally, and visually know that you're not in the middle of a de desert and you need to survive. You're fighting for your life. You know you're not in that situation. But hormonally, that's how your body responds. Okay? So if you're in this extreme calorie deficit, let's say, for example, you, you're consistently eating somewhere around 2,000 calories. Okay? And then you end up cutting it down to 1,200. And you're performing high-intensity exercise. You're working your butt off while at that calorie deficit. That helps you shed some pounds or some kgs relatively quick, but suddenly you hit a plateau because this response happens where your body's like, hold up, what's happening? You're wasting away. We gotta hold on to all of our fat stores in case we have to survive at this energy intake level for a long time. That's essentially the logic that our body goes through hormonally. And so what happens if you continue to train hard and you're continuing at that calorie deficit, rather than losing the fat, the excess fat that you're carrying, you end up losing muscle to provide the energy that you, you have, okay? Or a different, completely different response happens where hormonal cascade happens, you get all these huge cravings and it's hard to satisfy your hunger harder than it's been in the last six weeks because you're getting this response of saying, when you have an opportunity to feast, feast. Uh, so what happens is we can get in these sort of, you call it a cheat day, or it's just like, I mentally am broken today, I just gotta eat. Uh, so we our old attachments to food come back and we end up binging on things. And so if you're trying to go for a several thousand calorie deficit throughout the week to lose some uh, pounds or kgs of body fat, you end up only having a small, small deficit on average throughout the week and so you don't end up losing hardly any weight. That's frustrating, right? So what's the solution here? What, what do we do? What, how do we actually lose body fat? Because really when we're talking about losing weight, we're talking about losing excess body fat. And we've talked about this several times throughout different episodes and different conversations with Matt and I. Uh, but to get more specific with this is you want a small calorie reduction. I'm talking like going from what you've been eating and then 
okay, I'm just gonna remove the excess snacks I had in between meals, or I'm gonna remove that late night sweet or that dessert that I've been having uh, after each meal or one meal. I'm gonna have less dessert throughout the week. You're removing small, small things. It only accumulates to a, a few hundred calories a day. And so it's not that huge of a deal. It's not that drastic of a change. And then over time, you are improving your food choices to be more quality, whole food uh, choices, So, which naturally have more water, more uh, fiber, and more uh, energy-taking nutrients. So it takes more energy to, to digest them. Um, those foods end up becoming more and more part of your diet over time. Your calorie deficit doesn't have to be huge, especially since you've increased your activity by training more. You have a higher calorie demand to sustain who you are and who you're becoming. And so just having a small calorie deficit while increasing your energy expenditure, you'll end up having enough of a deficit to lose body fat over time while also building muscle. And so as you build muscle, because you're not restricting calories too much, you're giving your body permission to lay down the foundation of a higher metabolism. If you're carrying more bone mass, muscle mass, not necessarily weight, your body starts exchanging some of that body fat with muscle. So what happens is as that muscle mass or muscle size strength increases, your overall metabolism or the engine that's running all day long to keep your body functioning becomes higher. And if you're eating more whole foods, you're burning more energy to digest those whole foods throughout the day. And so you're just burning energy like crazy. You know, you feel fuller for longer, you're feeling good. And so what ends up happening is those inches slowly melt away. You start seeing more definition. You start seeing more results. And this is obviously not the same for every single person. Everyone's situation is different. And that's why we have you know online coaching and nutrition consultations for individuals to find out what's going on with you and your life, what factors are factoring into uh, your struggles right now, whether that's actually related to your diet and exercise or to completely external factors as far as like your uh, social connections, your emotions, your stress level and everything like that. Okay. So this is just to give you a snapshot of, man, why are you plateauing? If you're really stuck, give yourself permission to eat, but focus on those foods that are going to be more whole foods. If you're training at a high intensity, do not starve yourself. That is a quick road to an injury to plateauing, to struggling in your training, and eventually just going off the bandwagon altogether and just going back to whatever food got you out of shape in the first place. So these are some tips for you here today. Understand that if you're training hard, you need to eat. You need to have that energy to train. Trust the process. It doesn't happen incredibly fast for everyone. And the longer you've been training, the longer you've been holding consistent diet, uh, the more uh, refined and dialed in you'll have to get because if you're going from no training to starting training, you can get a fast response to inch loss. But if you've been training your whole life, you're going to have to get creative with changing up your training to give yourself that neurological response, giving your body that challenge that it hasn't had in a while, and working with people around you, professionals around you uh, on your nutrition to really dial that in. Trust the process. Thanks for listening in today. We are always here to serve you here at Limpic Coaching. If you want nutrition coaching from us or online 
um, exercise programming and coaching, then reach out to us. Visit our website at linfit.com. We'd love to talk with you about what it would look like to do remote online um, exercise programming, workout programming, and nutrition coaching. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one.